tools and techniques, and on the drinks and their provenance. As long as I had the hood up, that gave me the opportunity to incorporate all these tidbits. And why not add some more drinks, and not just American ones? Jerry Thomas intended his book to be a register of the world's drinks, and if I could help him posthumously achieve that goal, it would be churlish to say no. Accordingly, among the twenty-odd drinks I've added to the second edition, you'll find the Singapore Gin Sling, the Caribbean Green Swizzle, the Peruvian Pisco Sour, and the Argentine-Uruguayan San Martin Cocktail, all of them dating firmly to the pre-prohibition age. I've also taken the chance to rearrange the sections devoted to the cocktail proper, so that the evolution of the drink is presented a little more clearly, and to spend some more time with the mint julep, unfairly neglected in the first edition. Despite all the tinkering, I hope those who have read the first edition will find that this is still the same book, only perhaps a bit better focused and more than a bit more detailed. Indeed, this edition is longer than the last, and that's not counting all of the redundant stuff that was cleared out. In any case, thanks for coming back. To those who are listening to this book for the first time, welcome. And I suggest you make yourself an old-fashioned or a presidente before you start listening. It's thirsty work, and you'll need it. Forward Back in 1985, when the legendary New York restaurateur Joe Baum asked me to create a classic bar for him at the fine dining restaurant Aurora, he sent me on a search for a book that would explain what he meant by a classic bar, How to Mix Drinks, or The Bon Vivant's Companion, by Jerry Thomas. After my initial unsuccessful attempt searching bookstores and without the Internet for quick reference, I finally discovered that Joe had neglected to mention that the book was written in 1862 and had been out of print since the Herbert Asbury edition was published in 1928. Eventually I got my hands on a copy of the later edition and started down a road that changed my thinking about bars and cocktails and brought me to the Rainbow Room, a road that led to a revival of interest in real drinks made in a culinary style with real ingredients following original recipes, which continues to this day. The bigger-than-life characters found in Jerry Thomas's world actually seemed familiar to me, given my deep working knowledge of numerous New York City watering holes in the late 1960s, joints where the collection of con men, politicians, sporting types, and jazz-loving foreigners was as colorful as the crowd in any Bowery music hall of the mid-nineteenth century. The bartenders at Jimmy Ryan's club, where I practically lived back in those days, would have been right at home in one of Thomas's saloons. They could determine as you approached the bar whether you had two nickels to rub together and give you the bum's rush before you could open your mouth to order. Colorful characters aside, what the barrel-chested and bejeweled Jerry Thomas embodied that has been lacking in the post-prohibition bars in this country is an insatiable curiosity for the strange-sounding concoctions collected during extensive travels and adapted to his personal style. Concoctions, I soon discovered, that were crafted from ingredients half of which no longer existed. 
But that left me undeterred in my quest to make Joe Baum's vision of a classic bar a reality. Jerry Thomas's book taught me how to craft drinks without the aid of commercial mixers. Remember, all we knew as journeyman bartenders in those years was what we had learned from other untrained bartenders who came before us. That usually comprised a shot of spirits and a good portion of sour mix or daiquiri mix and a shake. The artificial foaming agent in the mix made the drink look great. As for flavor, those who wanted it drank straight spirits. Bloody Marys were one of the few drinks we made from scratch, and not many knew how to prepare a decent Bloody Mary mix with the right balance between the hot pepper and the sweet tomato juice. Thomas talked about sugar syrups and how to make and then use them with fresh citrus juices. He was not generous with descriptions on technique and how to assemble.